Welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. I help the everyday woman grow her mindset and spirituality in her daily life in order to break comparison to the Instagram perfect lifestyle. Join me as we navigate the stress and anxiety of our daily routines and reclaim our power to cultivate our most authentic life. Let's start romanticizing the mundane together. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everyone. I hope you are enjoying your week. It's officially fall season. And let me tell you, in upstate New York, it is feeling like fall, and I am here for it. And thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. I took a little break this past week because last weekend, I actually drove down back to Long Island to go visit friends and family. Um, I went down because it was um, both of my friends. They have a birthday on the same day, which is like so fun. And we went out to um, out east, went to the wineries, had a grand old day. It was a beautiful weekend on Long Island last weekend. And then also was my sister's sprinkle for her second baby boy. So it was just a, a great weekend of just like, reconnecting with friends and family. And I got to share with them how much I'm enjoying my upstate living and that it was definitely, you know, the right choice and everything like that. And just, you know, it was a nice reminder of that, like, I can do this, meaning I can move. And so I'm in an environment that feels good for me, but still be able to like hold connections with friends and family and things like that. It was about a three and a half hour drive from Albany to Long Island. I left on Friday night, like after work. And let me tell you, the drive was easy until I got to Long Island. That's where all the traffic hit. As soon as I crossed over that Throgs Neck Bridge, it was like traffic. And I'm like, ah, I remember why (laughs) I moved from here. And that's always like driving home to Long Island. It's always some, it's worse than driving back here because all the traffic is at the end of the trip. So like you're exhausted at this point. You're just like, I want to get there. And that's when you're just sitting in bumper to bumper traffic. Not, it was not a vibe. Um, and then I drove back up Sunday, uh, like afternoon, I left around three and all the traffic, it was better because all the traffic was in the beginning of the trip. And then by the once I got over the Throgs Neck Bridge, I was like, I was cruising. I wasn't hitting any traffic. And I got home at a reasonable, a reasonable hour. And I had sushi waiting for me. So that was fantastic. I literally called the growth mindset guy Nate and I was like, what are we doing for dinner? Like I'm starving. And it was really sweet because he was sick. So like he actually pre-ordered it and his mom because like his parents live maybe like 15 20 minutes from us he pre-ordered from the sushi place and his mom like went and picked it up and like brought it to our apartment because she's so sweet and she's so amazing so it was all around it was just a great weekend so i i I was not able to post an episode which is crazy because i think this was like the first weekend that I wasn't able to like record. And this was the first week that I didn't have a new episode for this whole year. Cause one of my big goals for the podcast for 2023 was to like be consistent with podcast episodes and just every week have something new to talk about and share with you guys. And I'm pretty proud because I, I stuck to that goal. This was just one of those weekends where I just during the week, I didn't have time cause I was still adjusting to the new school year and all of those things. 
Um, I do apologize for the content um, hiatus, and I'm trying my best to kind of now get into the routine of the new school and lesson planning and things like that, and also creating content on top of that. So I'm getting back into the groove. I'm starting to going to be posting things again, but you know, the move happened and I just had to like readjust life. And now that I'm kind of getting more comfortable and where I am and have a routine now, now we're back in action. So I am so excited for you guys to tune in for this week's episode. And thank you guys so much for all the love and the support. And I hope what I'm sharing with you is helping you. And I'm so happy just to be there with you on your car rides or, you know, you're on your hawker walks, you're at the gym, you're just doing chores around the house. You're just kind of sitting and hanging out and I'm just here with you. And I am so proud of all the progress that you've been making. And I'm so happy and joyful of the beautiful community of the Growth Mindset Gang that we have. So again, thank you so much for all the love and all the support. And let's get into today's episode, shall we? Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing, right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of 
go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone. And they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress. Because you guys know, we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life. And talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy these services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang, have you been struggling with finding the right health and wellness products to help you with your fitness goals? Because I've been struggling with it lately. I have been looking for ways that I can grow muscle. I've been looking for ways to endure longer workouts, especially after a long day of work. And my true goal for my fitness journey is to just become a stronger and be able to survive (laughs) the end of the day workout. And I have found a fantastic health and wellness nutrition brand, First Form. First Form has such amazing products that really can help us on an individual level with our health and fitness goals. Some of my favorites that I've been trying out is the Level 1 Protein Caramel Latte. Let me tell you guys, it tastes amazing. And Level 1 Protein has helped me stay fuller longer. I've been putting it in my coffee in the morning because some days I wake up and I'm just not hungry right away. And unfortunately, I have coffee and we all know having coffee on an empty stomach ain't it. So... I started putting protein in my coffee to help fill me up so that way I don't get that anxiety crash midday if I'm just having coffee at first. And also I've been putting in my coffee the amazing salted caramel collagen powder. Oh my God, you guys, it tastes, first of all, also tastes amazing. And I can even tell the difference between my hair, skin and nails. My skin has definitely looked clear my hair I've been seeing it in some mirrors and I'm like wow she's shiny and also my nails haven't been breaking you know as frequently as they do between the two weeks that I get them done it's been helping me so much I've also been using the pre-workout pink lemonade and this has been really helping me get through those after work workouts I work from 4 to 5 p.m and let me tell you Before this pre-workout, I would be struggling after a strength session and walking on the treadmill. I would be screaming. But now, after I'm done with my strength workout, I am still pumped to get on that treadmill and last the entire hour of my workout. And also, it tastes really good. And I've never used pre-workout before, so I was a little nervous if it's going to make me anxious and things like that. But this pre-workout has helped me so much with good long-lasting energy in a workout that doesn't carry on beyond the gym. It's not like I can't fall asleep at night. So these products have been 
very inviting and very easy to use where I've always been a little bit timid of going into protein powders and pre-workout because usually when I see them, they're kind of intimidating to look at. But First Form is such a wonderful brand. They also have vegan options as well for protein powders, collagen, pre-workout, so on and so forth. And last but not least, I'm also in love with their protein bars, the chocolate chip cookie dough. Fan favorite of the house, Nate and I love those protein bars. We put in our bags in the morning and that's our little snack right before we work out. So that way, because you know that after work workout, we are starving. So having that protein bar right before the workout helps me sustain my energy and help with my muscle growth because those are the goals. So if you are interested in exploring these products to improve your fitness journey, the links are in my show notes. And also feel free to DM me on Instagram at the Growth Mindset Gal for any questions that you may have on different types of products. Absolutely love, highly recommend. All right, friends. So I am going to share with you in this week's episode, The Comfort Zone, the book that I've been reading. It's been the September Book Club by Kristen Butler. And it's actually been taking me, I'm not done with it. (laughs) It's been taking me a little while more to get through books because I don't have actually my long commute where I would just like crank out 20 pages there and back. So I'd be reading 40 pages a day. Um, So it's more like 40 pages a week now. So that's also been an adjustment of routine and things like that. But I really want to make an episode this week to share with you this book because I think it's really amazing and really great. If you haven't already done so, join the book club. I'm still reading it. It's still September. So we're still here. And you can join the book club by joining the Instagram broadcast channel. It's linked in my show notes and I'm just posting tidbits from the book and lessons and great quotes and helpful tools that I'm learning from this book that could possibly help you as well. And, you know, sharing the insight and all of those things. And this book is just, it's great. So you can still, you know what, even if you don't join the broadcast channel, like you can still read along with me and it's such a great book. You can get it off Amazon, Barnes and Noble, whatever, you know, bookstore of your choice. And it's such an amazing read because it puts a twist on the comfort zone because in our wellness realm, we always say, get out of your comfort zone, jump out of it, take the leap. And it's actually interesting in this book, she shares that the comfort zone is where you grow and you thrive. And it's the complacent zone where you get stuck and burnt out and living very just like complacent, just like, and you get bored with life. She talks about how there's three zones of living. There's the complacent zone where like, You have the same routine going on. You feel very burnt out. Nothing really new is going on. You're not really growing or anything like that. You're too comfortable with life. Then there's the survival zone. So this is where you're on that like constant high alert. You're exhausted. You have, you're feeling like a lot of anxiety, a lot of imposter syndrome, and you feel like just you're never good enough and all of those things. Then you have the comfort zone. The comfort zone is where you are thriving, where you are comfortable with your life, but you're still striving for more. And this comfort zone, that's the place where you're able to learn new things, to grow, to seek other interests and all of those things because you feel safe, right? So sorry, I had a little pause there because I'm recording and I thought someone was knocking at the door. It's actually just the ice maker in the freezer. That's a new sound I need to get used to because my freezer has an ice maker. So that's 
that's the life. So in the comfort zone, she talks about there's three parts of your comfort zone. It's called the C pyramid. The bottom level of the pyramid is S for safety. So safety is, and she says directly from the book, is my home slash comfort zone protects me from outside threats. The middle section of the pyramid is expression. My home, my comfort zone gives me space to express myself. And the third, the top tier of the C pyramid is enjoyment. My home, my comfort zone brings me joy. So there's multiple levels that you have to feel in order to thrive in your comfort zone. And that's the spot where you want to be, which I think is so cool because a lot of people get confused with the comfort zone because when you're in your comfort zone, you are living the good life. Like you're comfortable where you are, you know, work may be going great. You're comfortable in it. You're enjoying it. And then, you know, your family is in a good spot. Your relationship, if you have one, is in a good spot or your self-love journey is in a really good spot. Your friends are in a great spot. Like everything's really going well, right? And you're comfortable. So I think when people hear comfort zone, jump out of it, get out of it, People are like, wait, why would I want to do that? Because you feel really good in your comfort zone. And what we should start switching it to is you want to heal out of your survival zone and desire for more out of life from your complacent zone. And comfort zone is where you want to be, where the excitement is, where the fulfillment is. So in order to feel great in your comfort zone, the bottom of the pyramid, it kind of reminded me of, I think it's Maslow's pyramid of like, you know, of feeling great and like your good psyche and things like that, where in order to feel really great in your comfort zone, just like Maslow's pyramid as well, is safety. So do you feel safe in your life right now? Right? Because your comfort zone, she compares it to your home right? So do you feel safe in the home that you've created within yourself? So the internal relationship that you have with yourself and even the external surroundings of you, do you feel safe? And then when you feel safe and comfortable within your life, then you can move to the next spot, which is expression. And expression is where you finally get to share your enjoyment right? You get to start doing the things you love because when you're in your comfort zone, you're feeling good. You have the confidence to go seek out things that you actually like to do rather than shying away from them because you're afraid of what other people will think and people pleasing tendencies, right? So you may seek creative outlets because you're in your comfort zone and you're feeling good. You maybe find a new job. Maybe you move to a new city. Maybe you feel good and you want to create and, you know, something online and create, you know, become a coach. Or maybe you're feeling great in your creative outlet and you're creating things, you sell them on Etsy. And like, these are the examples I always use because that's that's where people go, right? Because the complacent zone is you thinking all that life is, is you wake up, you go to your nine to five, you hate it, but you know, you just, you have to hate it because that's life, the struggle needs to happen for you to be living a normal life. And then you sit in your commute and traffic from your nine to five, you don't get back until six, you're exhausted from your nine to five. And then you have dinner and you just watch TV and you don't really have any 
true connection and communication with your family, whoever that you live with, and you're like living for the weekend, that's complacent because you're just doing what you think life is supposed to be. And you're not questioning, is there more to life because you're complacent, you're too comfortable and your complacent zone, you're too afraid to see beyond this zone because you're afraid of the failure or of the judgment. And you don't want to do certain things or learn new skills. The complacent zone is the very fixed mindset where, oh, this is just what I am. This is what life is. And this is what I'm going to do because this is what you're used to. That's being complacent. And so you don't question, is there, is there something more? So for me, my complacent zone was me doing the city job and living on Long Island because that's all I've ever known, right? That's all I grew up and born and raised on Long Island. And I, and you know, we think that's all that is. We got Long Island in the city. Where else would you rather be? They've got everything here, da, 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 right? Which is true because Long Island and the city have so much opportunity, so much fun. There are so many things to do. I'm not saying there's not, but the lifestyle of the city and Long Island was just not serving me personally. So I started to question, is there more to life than waking up at 5 a.m., taking the train into the city, and then teaching, and then taking the train, walking back to the train, taking it all the way back home, just to go through the motions of, oh, okay, I gotta go to the gym, and then go back home and just start making dinner, even though I'm exhausted and I'm burnt out and all these things, but this is just, this is what life is. Or, you know, sitting in traffic, this is just how it is. And not questioning. And I started questioning, is there more to life elsewhere that would serve my own life journey better, right? And I'm just talking from my perspective. That last tier of enjoyment in your comfort zone is after you're able to, you're safe, you feel comfortable, you start expressing your actual likes and hobbies and interests and start pursuing them, that's where you get the enjoyment back into life. And she talks about in this book a lot that Yes, there's going to be ebbs and flows of life. Let's not deny that. But you shouldn't be comfortable with struggle. So if there's a lot of struggle in your life and you feel heavily in like the survival zone, you need to take a step and be like, what's going on? Because if you wake up every single day exhausted, tired, anxious, frustrated, sad, depressed, that's not something you should be comfortable with. Meaning that's what you think every single day of your life needs to be. And you have to start questioning, do I really want to live like this every single day of my life? And start thinking about what can I do to start taking action to improve the life because there should be more to life than this. And that's what I was feeling. Sorry, I'm going to put my phone on do not disturb. I was going to do that, but then I forgot. 
I remember, and I've shared this before, where I was in such a high anxiety realm of my life that how to be breaking down, like going to work and crying. And I was like, this isn't, this shouldn't be, this is not normal. Like I shouldn't be on the verge of tears going to work and feeling so anxious every single second of my life. I shouldn't, this is more to life than this, right? And so then I started going to therapy. And then from therapy and taking those lessons and also listening to mindfulness podcasts and reading self-development books and gaining these new tools and resources and new ways of thinking and, and coping mechanisms, then I started shifting from this, gaining the safety and then into the expression where then I shifted to, huh, I like talking about mindfulness things. Let me create a podcast. That became the expression. And then from there, now I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying life. And I, I made the move because Long Island, the lifestyle of it was really fueling my anxiety all the time because it was this constant go, go, go and the hustle, the hustle. And I just didn't want to live like that. And you may be feeling that way too, where the way that you're living, it's what you're used to, but should this be what you do? And in the book, she actually talks about, and I actually read this, this part of the book this morning and it really stood out to me where she was talking to a friend and he was in like the middle of like complacent and survival mode. And he like kind of went through a moan of like, there has to be more than life than this. And he kind of went through his own journey and he went like to retreats and therapy and all of these things. And you don't realize how much struggle and stress you're normalizing until you actually get out of those two zones of complacent and survival and start actually getting into the true comfort zone where you're thriving and you're striving and looking for more and, and excited about learning new things or experiencing new things because of the way society may be set up in your surroundings or you know how your family views how society is supposed to work or just how life is supposed to work right and he even said in the story he did not realize just how much he absorbed to become normal that him waking up angry and frustrated and depressed every day he literally internalized it and normalized it so when he stepped away from that environment and he did inner work and then he was like, I couldn't believe the amount of weight of just stress and anger and depression and anxiety that he was carrying with him. And for what reason? Why was he doing that? Because he wasn't questioning, should there be more to life? Is this normal? Should there be better things out there? Should he heal? And I thought that was so important and that really stuck out to me because we have the power to make shifts in our lives, to make shift from the complacentness, shift into comfort. And it's really nice to see 
the new narrative of, yes, it's okay to be in your comfort zone because when you're comfortable with your life, meaning like you feel safe, you're expressing yourself, you're enjoying life, that's where the growth happens. Growth doesn't happen when you're complacent. Growth doesn't happen when you're in the constant survival mode. So your comfort zone is the zone to be in. So check in on your life. Do a little surveying of where you are right now in your life. And if you're feeling great and you're in your comfort zone right now, keep it up and keep striving for more and keep growing, keep learning and build the life that you want, build the person you want to be, right? But if you're sitting here and you're listening and you're like, I, <laughs> I don't know what to do, right? That's the complacent. That's the, I don't know a way out of this. Or you may be like, I'm too tired and exhausted to even think beyond this. I'm here to let you know that you're going to have some dark days. You're going to have some dark seasons, some rough patches, and struggle. Struggle will not be eliminated in this life. I'm not trying to tell you that because you there's going to be struggle. It's going to happen. But living in struggle 24-7 when you don't have to, that's where you should be questioning things. How can you make your life better? How could you live with more ease? Because we're taught that the, the struggle and the grind and the hustling, like that's what gets you places. You work hard and all those things. And listen, working hard is very important, right? And striving for your goals, very important. I'm here for that. But working and struggling and you're in, until burnout and, and you're have anxiety and you're, you're living in a dysregulated nervous system, is that really a win? Is it a win? If, yeah, maybe you reached your goal, but you were miserable the whole way through. And not only did it take a toll on your mental health, but then your physical health, your spiritual health, your emotional health. Is the, the grind worth it? Because there can be seasons where you're hustling and bustling and doing your thing, and that's great. But make sure you also have a season of resting and digesting. And that could be a season just within the week. I mean, let me tell you, when it's the weekdays, I'm in it. I am lesson planning. I am being in teacher mode. My teacher brain is on during the week when I'm at that building. When I leave that building and on the weekends, it is rest and digest. So I have the energy to hustle when I need to, to get the work done when I need to. It's so important to understand that. So strive for the comfort zone. Strive for feeling good in your everyday life. Strive for questioning, is there more to life than what I'm living? 
because so many people are just too afraid to question their complacency. And that's what this book kind of talks about is a lot of the times we're creating our own realities because we're not questioning it. And I I read a really good part today where she talked about how we express the, the reality that we're living to ourselves and also to others makes a difference. And that really stuck out to me in this book because I'm auditory, as we've talked about in previous episodes. Um, I'm an auditory auditory processor, right? So how I process information the best is through speaking and listening. Like that's my zone of genius, as you can see with the podcast. And it that really stood out to me because that's everything. How you talk to yourself, how you talk to others, that's your reality. Tell me it's not. Because in the book, she mentioned that look about, look around about who you speak to and how you speak about life. And it really shows up, it shows what zone you are in. So, for example, if you are in the complacent zone, it's gossip, it's complaining, it's negativity, it's jealousy. That's what the conversation surrounds. When you're in survival mode, it's about the conversations are surrounding it as exhaustion, tired, sadness, anxiety. When you're in the comfort zone, your conversations hit different. You talk about ideas. You talk about traveling. You talk about the things that you're grateful for. You go on adventures and you love sharing those moments with who you are surrounded with. Even in the different zones, and I'm even flipping to the page because I read it today because I thought it was really good. Your zones also like house your emotions and your emotions are also the things that shape your reality, right? So she says from her book that these are the common emotions depending on the zone you're in. So if you're in your comfort zone, you're feeling a lot of joy and knowledge, freedom and love, empowerment, appreciation, passion, enthusiasm, positive expectation and belief, optimism, hopefulness, contentment, right? There's a difference between contentment and complacency. Always remember that. Now, if you're in your survival zone, you are restless, pessimism, frustration, irritation, impatient, fear, overwhelm, disappointment, doubt, worry, blame, envy. When you're in your complacent zone, you are bored, discouragement, anger, jealousy, insecurity, guilt, unworthiness, fear, grief, depression, shame, powerlessness. Powerlessness, you're not questioning things. You think you have no power in how the reality that you live is shaped. Complacency. So how you perceive your reality and what zone you're in is completely mastered by how you speak about it and how you feel about it. And just reading that reminded me of the true power that we have in our lives to shift from those different zones. I also want to share with you something that I read today, which I think was so cool and important. 
was, because again, coming from an auditory processor, to affirm your best life, she talks about. And I know affirmations may not work for everybody, but maybe it depends on how you do the affirmations. So maybe if you're a visual processor, you like to say the affirmations and look at yourself in the mirror, or you have like the post-it notes of affirmations like around your, you know, living area because you like to see the affirmations. Maybe with kinesthetic, you like to move. So when you are maybe saying the affirmations, you're doing a certain movement with it. And then for auditory people, just saying them out loud or listening to them. And I love these affirmations that she said. I want to I read them to you. And these are the ones that worked for her. So they were, everything is always working out for me, which is one of the things I've been recently implementing into my daily thoughts. What I need is always on its way to me. I am loved, worthy, and enough just the way I am. The next step is ready for me when I am, which I thought was really beautiful, especially when you're trying to achieve a new goal. Your goal will be there when you're ready to take that step. It's not good. The goal, the opportunity is not going to come to you. You go to it. It shows up. It presents itself once you're ready. The more I relax and enjoy my, my life, the more fulfilled I feel. Love flows to and through me. I am so happy and grateful for my life. My dreams are unfolding perfectly in their own perfect timing. I trust in divine guidance. I am willing to receive with ease. My mind is brilliant. Creativity flows through me effortlessly. That one also stood out. You guys are so brilliant. We're so smart and intelligent. And intelligence and knowledge doesn't always have to be the book smart because people are always like, oh, I'm not smart because I can't memorize, you know, the textbook. Intelligence is not just being book smart. There's so much more. Or people don't think they're intelligent because they didn't quote unquote do well in school. Let me tell you, some of the most intelligent people, like life intelligence, like wisdom intelligence that I have interacted with were the people who have like this worldly knowledge. Do you know what I mean? And they're the ones that were not quote unquote successful in school. My body is a temple. I am worthy of greatness. I walk with joy. I am a vessel of love and service. I mean, they were beautiful, those affirmations. And when you do affirmations, she talks about how you should keep it kind of general use positive phrasing, right? Your brain. And I learned this too from NLP. If you're trying to speak greatness into your life, use it in positive instead of negative because your brain actually cannot process negative. So for example, let's say you wanted to um, improve something in your life specifically, like, oh, like, you know, improving your mindset. Hello. So Instead of saying, oh, I want to fix my mindset, right? You can even say better, I want to create a better atmosphere for my mindset or so on and so forth, like make it positive, 
Keep it present tense. Use good feeling statements. All of those wonderful things. And just reading this book, it's 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 kind of cool because it was new information mixed with information that I kind of already knew. But it's such a nice, it was a nice reminder of things I already knew, like a refresher. And it's just so true and so great that you have all of this power and we forget about it because we don't want to rock the boat. We want to keep the peace or anything like that. We don't want to stand out. We don't want to do things that serve us. But why not? And it's because the normalcy is living in complacent and survival. That's the normal hustle and bustle. And that's what I thought life was supposed to be as well. But once you slow down, and you have a seat and you sit with yourself and you question, am I happy? Am I enjoying my reality? Then the questions start popping up and then questions turn into possible solutions, turn into possible goals. But then our goals never flourish because we're stuck in the complacency and the survival zone. So it's September. We're in the burrs. We still got four months, three full months really left in this year. And I want to challenge you. Can you... Take the step out of complacent and survival so you can thrive in the comfort. Because I think what happens is comfort has like this weird negative connotation to it, which is kind of odd if you really think about it, because don't we want to be comfortable? That's why people get very confused with stepping out of your comfort zone. Like I said before, like, don't you want to be comfortable? Isn't that a good thing? Why is it seen as a bad thing? Because we're using it wrong. It's being complacent. Comfortable is a good thing. So make it your goal, your achievement, whatever you want to do in any area of your life. It could be personal growth. It could be relationships. It could be your your career. It could be um, mental health and physical health. It could be spirituality. It could be emotional well-being all of those things. It could be healing your inner child, whatever you want to do. Growth Mindset Gang, I have an amazing offer to share with you. I have recently created a mindset coaching program. Now, if you're listening and you struggle with imposter syndrome, people-pleasing, overthinking, needing external validation, low self-esteem, indecisiveness, perfectionism, fear of failure, or lack of confidence, this coaching program can be aligned and serve you. 
with this coaching program, you would sign up with me for three months to receive one-on-one coaching via Zoom. We would meet either weekly or bi-weekly for 45 minutes to about an hour and really get clear on your mindset journey and what's the woman or who's the woman you want to become. Along with the weekly or bi-weekly Zoom calls with me, you would have a daily accountability messaging with me via Slack. So I do my daily check-ins with you and see how you're doing with your progress in between our sessions. You will also have access to the resource library that I will create where I will give you journal prompts. I will give you weekly self-reflection templates. I'll give you even book recommendations or we do a little mini book club together with a self-development book. Also, I'm going to be creating a Facebook group to also grow a community in this mindset coaching program. And if this feels aligned with you, you can also receive a huge investment discount if you are the first three to sign up with the three-month coaching program. If you are interested in this coaching program, you feel aligned, or you just want to talk to me and test it out and see if it works for you, you can click the link in my show notes to fill out a Google form to share with me what you want to work on and who's the woman that you want to become. How do you want to grow your mindset and fulfill and improve your mindset journey? And I will contact you. We hop on a discovery call for an hour and we talk about what are you struggling with right now? right? Where do you want to see yourself in three months? And I create a unique program just for you. And I'm here to be your coach, your supporter, and help you in your journey. So if this sounds amazing with you, or you just want to see and test it out, fill out that form. And when you fill it out, I'll contact you right away and help create a wonderful program to create your most authentic self. Strive to grow and learn and seek the ways that you can reach your true potential. I love this book. I'm, I'm like halfway through it. I think it's really great. She has so many amazing things to talk about. She even talks about creating a vision board for leaving, you know, your complacent and survival zone. If you're into vision boards, there's like a whole chapter on it, creating your comfort zone vision board. And she really gives a step-by-step example. So I want to leave you with this because this part of the book really stood out to me in such a great way. She talks about There's your three different selves, if you will. So let me just turn to that portion. And it's from chapter 11. It's who do you want to be? And this quote really stood out to me, and I, I think it's really great. Know that path is where you want to be from. I'm going to start that over. Hold on. Know that there is a path, there we go, from where you stand to everything that you want. The directions, however, reside within you and are revealed only you. To receive them, you must be in your comfort zone. So your expanded self, 
is where you are in your comfort zone because you have the safety, the expression and the enjoyment to expand yourself to greater things. Where when you are in the complacent and survival zone, you are in your small identity. And she uses this metaphor where thinking of your comfort zone and who you are, think of a tree, right? Think of the trunk of the tree, okay? Your small self is the tiny tree, tiny little baby tree. So it has a small stump. And you don't have a lot of rings on the tree trunk. You know, when you cut off a tree, it has all these rings, right? You don't have a lot of rings on the tree trunk because you're not expanding. Your expansive self is this fully grown tree. And inside the tree trunk, there are all these ripples because all the zones that you have broken through. And it's because you expanded yourself out of these limiting beliefs. Because to get to your expanded self and getting into that nice comfort zone, you have to be intentional in who you are. So when you're complacent and you're in that complacent or survival zone, you are not being intentional with your life because you're living in autopilot, right? You're not questioning, you're not thinking, you're like, oh, I gotta do this and then this and then this. You're just going and you're just on tunnel vision. So you're not being intentional with what you're doing. You're just going along with it. And so what happens is limiting beliefs can keep you trapped there because you're not looking beyond the zone that you're in. When you are intentional with your life and what you want your life to look like, you are able to break free of the limiting beliefs and the zones so your tree can grow and grow and the more rings appear on your tree trunk. You're expanding outward, she talks about and you expand into your comfort zone, she says, and to become highly intentional on who you want to be. You're taking, I'm getting this directly from her book, it's so great, taking what already exists inside of me, what I was created to be, and expanding it outward. So when you're expanding yourself, you're not doing this whole, like, creating this whole new life. You're finally looking in to what's already you and you're expanding it instead of restricting it. So when you wanna be more intentional and you want to grow in any area of your life, stop the restriction and expand and be intentional. You expand because you're being intentional with how you speak to yourself. You're being intentional of how you speak to others and what you talk about. You're intentional about what goes on in your brain your thought process. You're intentional about your everyday habits and routines. You are intentional about how you take care of your mind, body, and spirit. You don't just do things and go with the flow and don't question things and be complacent or be too hard on yourself and restrict yourself so you're only surviving. Complacency is where you're doing the bare minimum to get by. Survival zone is you feel like you're doing just, you're doing so, so much because you feel all of this, there's threats everywhere and insecurities and things like that. 
because you don't trust yourself. Your survival zone is you don't trust yourself. Your complacency zone is you don't question yourself or anything else. Survival, you don't trust yourself or anything else. So that's why you're constantly on this like high alert. When you're in your comfort zone, you are in true expansion and in true trust of your own abilities and the works of the universe around you. God, source, universe, whatever you believe in, you're in true trust of that. So you know you can handle it. You trust in your abilities and your skills and the person that you are, you have full trust in yourself along with the full trust of the guiding universal path, your team of light, your guardian angels, whatever that it is. So when you are in that comfort zone, you feel that, you feel all of that. And it's such a wonderful and enjoyment and fulfilling feeling. And you deserve that feeling. You deserve to feel that way because you're a great person. You're amazing. What you don't deserve is to feel the heaviness of what you're feeling on a daily basis. You deserve to feel great. And you deserve to have the coping skills to when you do not feel great and it is a dark season, you know how to get out of it and how to learn and grow from it and how to, how to go through it and heal and become a better person. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys enjoy either if you're already reading this book, continuing to read it, or if you enjoyed what I said, you know, go grab it. I'm going to, it's linked in the show notes. It has a, an Amazon link there. And I hope that the lessons that are coming from this episode and this book really, you know, resonate with you and help you on whatever journey that you're on. And yeah, maybe taking me a little bit longer to read this book, but maybe there's a reason that it's taking me a while because it truly wants me to absorb everything that's going on. So again, if you enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend, share it on your story and tag me in it. Let me know your major takeaways, even tag the author, Kristen Butler. She's on Instagram. And I hope that you have some major takeaways from this episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. Follow and rate me on Spotify. Rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. And remember, grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.